back to Unclassical, where this week we are going to finish looking at finish Oedipus in colon. <laughs> Oedipus's colon, because we've all had quite enough of that, to be honest. We've yes. all had quite enough. <laughs> I'm Marsha. And I'm Katie. Yes, so we're going to be finishing looking at Oedipus at Colonus, but next time we've still got Oedipus's... Antigone, or just Antigone in her own right, I suppose. Yeah, and Antigone's going to become a person in her own right. Like, if her father <laughs> isn't thinking of her, she's not going to fade out of existence. She it's won't. Going to be wild. Oh, yeah, there's uh, revelations in uh, Oedipus at Colonus on that front as well. It's quite amazing. Um, so, last time, where did we get to? Um, I think uh, Polynices had arrived um, at Colonus and was about to rock up and start chatting to everyone. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. And Polynices is the brother that seems all right, but everyone seems to have beef with, but actually just seems no. like he wants to help. No, other way around. Eteocles is the one that seems all right. Who, okay, yeah. and Polynices is the dickhead who wants to start a war. Literally, yeah. Polynices okay. yeah. is the older one, I think, and um, Eteocles is the younger one. Yeah, and Polynices wants to kick war off. So, yeah. Um, Last time, I think we finished with um, Oedipus um, seeing Polynices waltzing towards him. And he's like, it is my son, my worst enemy, the man whose voice I would most hate to hear. And, uh, it is my son. Brother! Brother! Son! Man I hate! And uh, Theseus... Um, I have a question. Yeah. Did you say that he saw him coming over? Like walking over towards him, yeah. Why? Oedipus oh, no! blind! <laughs> Whoa. Well, he does say whose voice I most hate to hear. But yeah, Oedipus, how did you know he was there? And it's just oh, like an awkward silence on stage where everyone's like, I thought he was blind. <laughs> I thought he was totally blind. Maybe Antigone was like, it's Polynices. And he was like, shit. <laughs> like, I don't like that guy. Like, shit, has he seen me? Can I hide? He's seen you, Dad. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. He's calling you brother. Damn it, I told him not to do that. Damn it. Like, let's be honest, Oedipus would have been the one like, hey, bro, dad, please. Literally, come here, sister, daughter. Ew. Do you have to state it? You could just use my name. <laughs> Literally. So do you remember who Theseus is, the king of Colon Colonus? Say that Yeah, quick. and he's like, it's chill, mate. We've got your daughter's back. Who hasn't thought about their mum once yeah, in a while? it's fine. So Theseus is kind of like, dude. That's your son. At least say hi. <laughs> he's like, he's not my son, he's my brother. Wait, ah. Oh, you made it weird. Um, but yeah, so Theseus has this whole thing of like, as long as I'm here, as long as I'm alive, you're safe. Nothing will happen to you. Yeah, you said that and both my daughters got kidnapped. So, you know, <laughs> come at me so if I don't exactly trust you. He's like, look, the only issue was I went to go pray. I'm done praying now. <laughs> I'm here, don't worry. Don't worry. And Oedipus is like, well, you know what? I can't see if you run off to play again because did I uh, pray again? So did I mention I'm blind? Do you want me to hold your hand? Yes, please. <laughs> I actually think he would. <laughs> Oedipus in all like, this is like, oh my god, Theseus, of course, you're here, silly me. Didn't tell you look great. So good. Like, as if you know. <laughs> I can feel it. I can sense it. You have the aura Ooh. of a fit man. So, what happens? So, Polynices does like this really long speech, and it's basically like, Dad, you look disgusting. Oh my god, <laughs> I can't believe that you've become so disheveled and so gross. And Oedipus is like giving him the proper silent treatment. And he's like, won't a father speak to his son? 
Like, well, are you going to say something nice? Yeah, literally. <laughs> so Polynices asks Antigone how we can get a response out of Oedipus, and her reply is literally, basically, literally, basically, um, try being nice, or I don't know, um, make him angry. Fuck knows. <laughs> Like, um, have you tried not being you? That's literally like the first line. But then she's like, oh, actually, maybe just make him more angry. Then he'll probably get angry and talk to you. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, do you, are you bothered about what the reply is? Or do you just want noise to come forth? Yeah, because, I mean, if you just want noise, you could just stamp on his foot. Yeah, literally. There you go. Like, not helpful, Antigone. So <laughs> <laughs> like, look, I've been through a lot today. <laughs> yeah, literally. I ceased to exist and was kidnapped. No. <laughs> Who's the other daughter again? His name I can't remember. Ismaini. Ismaini. She's yeah. just there, like slowly getting paler and paler, like Dad, 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 Dad. Please say something. Say something. <laughs> say my father. So Polynices says Eteocles has got all of Thebes on his side. Yeah, because he sounds like a great guy, and you sound like a dick. Yeah. <laughs> so then, oh, everyone's siding with a nice guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, and yeah, he was like, and then he kicked me out. So I'm getting an army together. And again, he just uh, like, I mean, just fuck off about not saying anything. And so, oh, this bit's funny. Yeah, he's doing like this whole bit, like listing all like the different allies, allies that he's gotten together. And he's talking about this woman who's like um, the mother of someone. And um, so he goes, Parthenopaeus, a keen Arcadian named after Atlanta, long time a virgin until she became the mother of this trusty lad. So literally, she was a virgin till she wasn't. Why are men so obsessed with whether women are having sex or not? Because they're not. That, imagine that being like the most interesting thing to like remark about someone. They were a virgin till they weren't. And it's like, Great. it's not even like they are a virgin or they aren't a virgin. It's sort of like one time they weren't. It's like, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, like, you are so stupid. <laughs> Like, you can tell your parents are related. That's your half, <laughs> God's sake. <laughs> that uh, interbreeding, that's a, that's a real problem, yo. <laughs> it uh, did not okay. work out well for you. <laughs> it did not. Like, you got the shoddy end of the DNA. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, do you remember um, Polynices wants to take Oedipus back to Thebes with him and put Oedipus back on the throne and like, you know, the guys that he's going to sort like all the unpleasantness with the sons out. But then obviously... The idea being that when Oedipus dies, then Polynices will get the throne. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then the chorus um, basically says that um, Oedipus has to say something to um, Polynices. Like, yo, it's getting real awkward with you just standing here in silence. So uh, you got to say something. And Oedipus is like, well, if Theseus hadn't expressly requested that I speak with him, he should die before he heard a single word from me. And then he Jeez. kind of is like, as the case may be, and he turns from the chorus to Polynices. Listen, scoundrel! <laughs> <laughs> Why is he like, I just get this image of this like really doddery little old man, just with like the worst temper, like the biggest tension. I mean, literally the dad from Friday Night Dinner. But... Literally! Listen here, Listen. scoundrel! He'd just be like, Polynices, he... He suddenly angered me. He angered me and I had to call him a scoundrel. And so I'm just going to read out what he says to him. So he said, um, so yeah, this is uh, to Polynices. You held the scepter and the royal throne before your brother seized them. And it was you that drove your father out of doors. 
You made him a homeless vagabond, and this is your gift. This pauperhood at which you affect to weep, finding yourself in the same predicament. It is no time for tears. This is my life to bear till life is ended, and my death is on your head. You yoked me. Because he didn't, like, stick up for him, like, when he was banished and stuff. But you know what? The gods have beef. No one could save you. Um, I mean, it's just a kind of thing like, well, Dad, you think you think your life's ruined? I have to live with the fact my parents are related. I don't think I feel. <laughs> I don't think I feel, man. Literally. Um, you yoked me to this burden. Yeah, he, he is a... It's not exactly... I mean... I understand, Oedipus, you didn't want this to come about and you took special measures to stop this coming about when you but heard also, the prophecy. I mean, it's not but his it's not, fault he was born. It's not Polynices' fault. I, I admit Polynices shouldn't be starting a war. Um, but, but I feel like you're going after him for the wrong reasons. Like, you ruined my life by being my son. Again, I don't, I don't really <laughs> think that's in my control, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a me thing, Dad. I think, like, I think that's a you thing. Yeah, it's like, I he's really you all... have some issues. He says, you banish me, you taught me how to beg, because I guess he didn't stick up for him and he hasn't helped him. So there's this whole thing of, like, Antigone's been helping, Ismene even came to visit. What the fuck were you, Polynices? But I'm again... here right now! Where's your <laughs> other son? <laughs> You're here right now because you want me to help secure your way to the throne. You don't care. Wow. Well, you would have seen... Wasn't there that bit earlier where he was like, um, God, you're so selfish. You don't care about me. You just care about millions of people's lives. Yeah, he said that too. Um, I want to say Creon. Creon. Yeah, Yeah, Creon. Creon. Because Creon came to be like, don't come back. It will mess shit up. And he was like, you don't care about me. (laughs) This isn't about me. This is about saving lives. Have you seen The Emperor's New Groove? I have, but not recently enough to like properly recall it. So, but do you remember that the emperor in it is like super narcissistic? Mm, and yeah. Just, but why is he him? Like, he doesn't <laughs> care about me. There's a bit in it where like he's trying to build like this his like swimming pool on top of this like village mm. and will, like decimate the entire village. And they're obviously like, no, you can't do that. And he's like, <gasps> you don't care at all about me. You just care about your village. And your it's home. literally it's literally based on Oedipus. Literally, you only care like about stopping a war and saving innocent lives. That's to Creon, not to Polynices. Polynices is down for the war. So they should He's be like, getting hey, on really Dad, well. Dad, you want to start a war? I, I already got us an army. Look up. I got the armies. One of them was born from a woman that used to be a virgin. Pretty cool. Pretty cool, pretty cool. <laughs> So that tickled me. <laughs> anyway, um, so he's like, you banished me, you taught me how to beg, you would have seen me dead. But I had daughters who never, f- whose never failing care has nursed my life. They are my sons and you are another man's. So... Um, like again, da, we're, we're your daughters. We're not your sons because we stood up for you. If anything, the fact that we nurtured and cared for you is more of the typically feminine traits. Literally, and, you know, the sun's going off to start war is kind of more of the typical masculine, masculine trait. It's literally like, look, I like my daughters, hence they must be sons. Like, <laughs> look, clearly, they, look, the girls did something right. And we all know women can't do anything right. So clearly they must be boys. <laughs> they must be disguised men. So let's just clear that up right now. Ismene so... and um, Aphrodite Ar- 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 and Tiffany are just looking at each other like, that's gone real weird, yo. Yeah. 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 He's about to get weirder. Like, should we tell him we're women? <laughs> like, no, know? he might stop thinking about us and we'll fade out of existence oh, again. That's true. Or maybe he's trying to do it. Like, look, if I say you're men enough, you'll be able to survive when I'm gone. 
Okay, Dad. Hey, Beta. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, thanks, Dad. I really appreciate it, y'all. Thanks, <laughs> Dad. It's hard being a woman in these times. <laughs> it really is. I mean, so, no, but literally, like, didn't they used to, like, ah, oh, no, good old Stephen has passed away. Quick, fetch his wife and bury her with him. Uh, Susan's still alive. No, no. No, no. No, no. Susan is dead. Her husband is dead. Some Therefore, she is ceasing to, to exist. Some fucking do that. Yeah. Yeah. And they used to have their favourite slave girl buried with them as well. Well, the um, Vikings did. Oh, like, it's like slave girl as well. Very telling. Very telling. Yeah, it's like, well, you know, they clearly wanted to have some woohoo in the afterlife. Mm. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, there's that sketch in um, Horrible Histories where it's like, the king has died and he has requested his favourite slave girl to be buried with him. And she's like, I, I was his favourite. I was his favourite. And his she favorite. shall be killed and burnt alive to, to die with him. Oh, oh. Like, I knew there'd be a catch. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So, so true. Um, Polynices has kind of told all these armies, like, yeah, be on my side because I'm going to get my old dad Oedipus to back us up and then we'll win. And all the armies are like, well, if he's got Oedipus behind him, yeah, that sounds pretty fucking legit. I don't know fucking why. Anyway, um, and um, so Oedipus is like, um, I can tell you um, what to tell all your army mates and everyone in Thebes, you can tell them exactly the kind of support that King Oedipus gives you. It's fuck all, you cunt. Yes. Oh, oh. <laughs> so Polynices then shouts, "All this for nothing!" Cause, yeah, because he's in a Why bit. Why are of the, they EastEnders? Literally, because he's in a bit of a pickle. Because yeah, he's told all these people he's got, he's got the support in the bag. He's my dad. Of course, he's going to support me, and um, therefore they'll win the war. But um, lol, his toxic male ego. He's like, I can't admit I haven't got his support. So now I'm just kind of like, it's, the matter's out of my hands. We're having a war. Oh. So again, it's just this thing, isn't it? It's like, I'm sorry, but how did you become the superior sex? Like, it's so yeah. dumb. And Antigone, this is when Antigone kind of like weighs in. She's like, oh, Polynices, do this one thing for me. And Polynices, what, dear Antigone? Okay, I'm going to try and do their voices a little bit differently so I don't have to keep saying who's saying it. So this is Antigone. Oh, Polynices, do this one thing for me. And this is Polynices. What dear Antigone? <laughs> what dear Antigone? What, what dear do you Antigone? wish from me, your brother? <laughs> is he um, like? Are they like extra brother and sister because their dar is also their brother? Does that make? Are we like? Do we just become best friends? Do we just become best friends? We're concentrated siblings. Oh my god! Concentrated siblings. <laughs> Delicious. It's disgusting. <laughs> Sibling squared. <laughs> siblings from concentrate ew that sounds gelatinous that's why we only get our juice never from concentrate never from concentrate it's incestuous <laughs> yeah if you drink juice from concentrate you're incestuous just saying okay just I'll do saying. the bit so Antigone goes order your army back to Argos now before it's too late to save yourself and our city from destruction that is impossible if I cry off this time how can I ever lead them to battle again Again? But why? Why need you fight again? It's bad enough just the once. <laughs> so, what use is it to make your home a ruin? Am I to endure the insult of exile and the mockery of a younger brother? You are only hastening to its consummation, the double death your father prophesizes. The deaths he hopes for? No, I'll not go back. The more's the pity. How many of your men will follow when they hear what is foretold? 
they will not hear. I wouldn't tell such tales. The careful leader does not spread alarm by publishing bad news unnecessarily. Then you're determined to do this. I am. <laughs> so, you're... So why are, you, why are you so stupid? So he's literally heard that like he's playing into the prophecy. Everybody gonna die. It's a fruitless war. Just don't do it. And he's like, no, we might not fight for me again. Why do you always need to have a war on the table? Because I like it. Because I'm a man. Makes me feel strong and powerful. <laughs> I like it. Makes me feel autistic like, inside. And also, it's just so soft. Like I meant to endure the um the humiliation of being like succeeded by my younger brother. Mm. Well. Yeah, you know, yeah. who saves thousands of lives. Kinda! You're like, no, a good leader never tells their their armies when everything's gone wrong. We just carry on, like men. Have you um, been seeing today Dominic Cummings getting a grilling? Um, oh no, you would have already started work. I didn't get to see the end of it. Because, well, I had to work. Guys, why do we have to work when we want to advance oh, our like, political understanding? So overrated. Um, but yeah, just literally like, um, so all the coronavirus like planning and stuff, they kept it all like hush hush. And um, he's totally like throwing the government under the bus. And he's like, we shouldn't have been able to come up with these plans in private um, because it meant no one could scrutinize them. And therefore, we were all mm. kind of like, you know, too close to the thing. And we were just like, we're geniuses, we're absolute geniuses. And people on the outside being like, you're, you're going to kill thousands and thousands of uh, people. It's completely unnecessary. Just locked out. Like, you don't know. You're not in here working on it. Yeah, I, I know, but I, I, I have a brain. <laughs> and, I have, like, a degree in science. And so, I have, like, know. eyes and shit, and I can see where this is going. Like, no. And then, like, literally, like, a few days later, or not even that, like, six weeks later, like, shit, all those people that said we were going to kill everyone? Fuck, they had a point. They had a point. <laughs> This is the thing, because it's like, they did just literally ignore them. Like, they yeah, and the scientists. And the plans they were doing, they were kept secret from everyone, so no one else could look at their plan and go, right, this is what you've got wrong, this is where you need to change it. And so he's literally saying, what we should have done is been really, like, transparent with, like, our thought process and everything and why we were doing things, because then someone could have stopped us, because we really fucked it. This is what annoys me, so, uh, sorry, this is a complete tangent, guys. Mm. But I had a lady, because, yeah, I haven't seen any of this, because I've been, mm. been at work all day. But I had a lady in the salon earlier and she was being like, I do think they're giving Boris a hard time. And obviously you kind of like have to bite your tongue a bit and you have to be like, well, no, he was a fucking idiot, wasn't he? Like, he did kind of literally kill loads of people, though, didn't he? Like, by being fucking incompetent. And all this bullshit being like, oh, he did his best. And it's like, no, I'm sorry, you're the Prime Minister of England. You look at that is not your fucking best. Like, no. That's not an excuse. Like, that's the excuse you give, like the year seven play when they forget half their lines or they did their best like thousands of people died because of his incompetence in a top job if he can't do that job he shouldn't have fucking got that job he shouldn't be in it anymore and it's the whole thing as well it's just their default thing to be shady and keep things behind shut doors whereas it was more of a socialist government they were like right we need all fucking hands on deck right now. Literally. Get the best people in here. So obviously Dominic Cummins is putting himself in like the best light. So he was like, I was sort of like, you know, talking to people in like, you know, not in government who were really like switched on to this kind of thing. And that's how I realised that everything was going to ship and like, you know, managed to sort of flag it. You're all welcome, guys. Like, Dominic, you're giving a very uh, rose-tinted spectacles account of what's going on, I think. Yeah. Um, but um, at the same time, in like a more socialist government from day one, be like, well, at the end of the day, we're just fucking politicians. You're actually like, you know, guys that know what the fuck's going on. Get in here, get in here. 
And you come and you come, but not too close. There's a pandemic going on. There's a pandemic. They were like saying until like really far into it, people were like saying, well, herd immunity is like chickenpox parties. It'll be fine. And then someone was like, can we stop calling it chickenpox parties? And they were like, why? It's the same. And they're like, well, no, because it doesn't like spread exponentially and like uh, kill thousands and thousands of people. And then literally the government were like, he's got a fucking point there. Shit. You're <laughs> so stupid. What's wrong with you? you it's just this thing isn't it it's like uh, it is because they're all rich powerful cis mm. straight white men they're like did you just never like question like your own intelligence no i'm full of cocky confidence no one yeah. questions me and it's like well maybe they fucking should <laughs> once in a fucking while literally that's the thing they've never been challenged so when other people are being like you're wrong like you always think i'm wrong and i'm a white man so i'm right like no but this time you actually are and, and also, you've always been wrong. You're just yeah. so I have the top job, so you can't hear us and you don't listen because you're just there like, I have money and power. Shoo, peasant. Shoo, out the way. And yet, oh, Dominic Cummings was really annoying me in it. He kept saying like, I mean, you've got to understand. It was like the movie um, Independence Day and uh, Jeff Gold. I might have got that wrong. I think it's Independence Day. Jeff Goldblum's character was this guy and he was like saying, this plan is not going to work. And then he was Jeff Goldblum and I was Jeff Goldblum. I'm like, oh my God, I understand you feel like you're in a movie and it was very, very exciting. But Jesus Christ, stop like glamorizing it and being like, make it into a movie and pay me um, royalties. Like, literally, literally like, like he's at a movie pitch. Like, like did someone come in and be like, Sweetheart, this is this wasn't an opportunity for you to wank over yourself. This was mm. an opportunity for you to tell how incompetent the UK government was. Put your dick down. Literally. And also, he was being interrogated a lot by um other members. I, I it looked like it was purely members from the Conservative Party. Now I might be wrong there, they might have a few like um unbiased people overseeing, but definitely they would majority were from the Conservative Party. And I was like, isn't yeah. that kind of not right like being interrogated by people from your own party surely you need to be interrogated by people from all the parties and like people who yeah. aren't even like in government and that kind of thing because otherwise you'll skew the questioning not to reveal even like bigger holes in everything and corruption literally it's all like look i want to point out holes in the government but only so they make me look great <laughs> literally it's like the whole royal mail thing and royal mail um oh i'll Again, guys, like my favorite podcast today in focus has done a two part on it about the Royal Mail scandal with um, them basically putting people in prison and prosecuting them for stealing loads mm -hmm. of money when it was their computers that were fucking up saying there was a short fall in the money and uh, they weren't willing to admit that. But in prosecuting them, the post office got to uh, employ their own detectives and they got to decide what evidence was needed in order to prosecute these people and I was like if you're the one prosecuting you can't be the one that decides what evidence need is needed yeah. it needs to be an impartial party surely that is the most basic part of like that's why we have fucking juries literally like it's just as Hermione Granger said it's totally barbaric it's totally barbaric and I just yeah I got a kind of vibe of that with like the conservatives questioning the conservatives I'm like do you understand why court systems... I mean, court systems aren't designed well, don't get me wrong, but why there's a kind of this faintest idea of impartiality. Impartiality? Yes. So, anyway. Um, yeah, Antigone's been like, oh, we could just not have a war. That seems much better. You won't turn our, tear our home apart. And Polynices is like, no. So, fucking tall. So, um, fucking he, Tory. Mm, fucking Tory. So he's like, anyway, it's all fate's decision. Really nothing to do with me. I must go now. Uh, I've got a war so, to boy, start. Here's something to do. You, you cannot start a war. 
Like, no, no, fate hath spoken. Goodbye, Antigone. Fare thee well. Get the fuck back here, Polonaises. <laughs> so, then there's a, re- like, a really loud, like, thunderclap thing and, like, rumbling oh, and shit. Oh, you pissed off Zeus. Well, someone told on you. Someone told. Well, Oedipus is there and he's like, oh, thunder. Right, I've got to die now. And everyone's like, what? Um, Thunder, you've got to die. Yes. Oh, Thunder and you've got to die. Sorry. Yes, that makes complete sense. Okay, fair enough. It's literally like the play that went wrong. Like, (laughs) oh, I die now. What? What? I die now. Yeah, because the, the thunderclap, I die. Oh, of course you die now because of you the thunderclap. Thunder means death. It was a very loud bit of thunder, to be fair. Like, did it, it shock you to death? So, well, no, he's like, I've got to chat to Theseus, so just real quick, real, real quick, got to chat to Theseus. Where is he? Well, so, it, like, it, it's nice when, you know, like, if you're, like, on your deathbed, you just sort of like, but just a minute. Just a minute, just a minute. I need to chat to Theseus. And then the, he's like, so where is he? Just a quick one. And they're like, well, also, you look... where the hell has Theseus, like, wandered off to again? Is he fucking praying again? Yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> he actually is. Theseus, you gotta stop praying. <laughs> You could also, they've literally just been having like the tensest conversation with Polynices. Why then did you just slump off to pray? Well, I guess he was like, well, there's a war coming. I best pray for my immortal soul. <laughs> I best go see. So someone's like, quick, someone fucking grab him. I've got to die. The gods have spoken. So Theseus rocks up and Oedipus is like, oh, thank gosh. Um, uh, I, I must die now. And Theseus is like, why? Oedipus, the thunder. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, that sounds legit. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah, the thunder, obviously. Like, I've got to die now. What? Mm. The thunder? Oh, yeah, the thunder, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah, it was very loud. So um, Oedipus is like, cool, um, but you've got to come with me a minute uh, to the place that I must die. Only you must see it, Theseus, and tell no one where I died because there's this whole thing that if they manage to get hold of his body and, like, you know, take it back to Thebes and it will all be ruined. So his body has to be, like... And his um, grave can't be desecrated either because that will annoy the gods. So his grave burial site has to be hidden. So, and he's like, and tell no one where I died until you are dying and then tell your one true heir. Oedipus, why don't you just creep off on your own? And then no one will know. And then you'll be okay. I suppose it has to be protected in case someone stumbles across it. But anyway, why does um, Theseus have to tell his heir? Oh, again, I suppose to protect it. Still. But it's also like, I mean, how picky are these gods being? Like, if he just crawls off behind a boulder and dies and, you know, in 500 years' time, someone accidentally throws up behind that exact boulder, <laughs> not knowing it's his grave. Are the gods going to get pissed? Fuck, yeah, they'll fuck shit up. They would as well. They're assholes. They would as well. They like, fucking hey, would. Hey, someone's throwing up behind a boulder. Hey, which boulder? <laughs> hey, which boulder? Is that Oedipus' boulder? Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I like that. That is a nice boulder. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so, um, then Oedipus um, walks off the stage and um, with Theseus and um, uh, Ismania and Antigone as well. And Oedipus goes, this way, this way, Hermes is leading me and the queen of the netherworld, this way, this way. He sounds absolutely fucking batshit. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, and then he starts... Now calling... he's become Jim. Yeah, literally, this way. Yeah, he's this Jim from Friday way. Night Dinner. This yeah. way. Wilson, lead me through. So, <laughs> this with him, with the guy who plays Jim as mm. Oedipus, would be fucking great. Oh my god, he would be good. Okay, yeah, new casting. He can play it. It's allowed. Yeah. 
Um, so Oedipus calls um, Theseus his best loved friend and walks off. So this oh, sorry, day, did you just meet him this morning? Literally, I was like, they've known each other like, and also I feel like this play is quite a lot in real time. So they've literally known each other like a fucking hour. Ridiculous. Also, as he says this, is he just walking past Antigone like, um, <laughs> excuse me? Hey, excuse me, my best loved friend, you know, such a great man. Like, like the guy who like literally fucked off, but like when you needed protection to pray and got you into trouble with that. And or also, what about your daughter not... who's literally stood by you through all of this. What did you say, sister? God damn it, Dad. God damn it. And also, not just one time. So, the friend that every time you need something is conveniently praying. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, seems a little. I don't know. Seems like a mistake to me. Seems fishy. Um, so the chorus says like a little bit about death um, after they've all left the stage, and they're like, "Oh, the end is nigh." And then a messenger comes running back on, like, "Oh my god, that shit was crazy! You should have seen it." I'm like, "I fucking wish we did," but the effects budget is just not here for this production. So I guess you'll have to tell us what happened. Yeah. Also, <laughs> what happened to only Phoebe? Um, Phoebus seeing it. Oh, Theseus. Um, Theseus. Theseus. Yeah. <laughs> That's the guy from um, Hunchback of Notre Dame. It is. And whilst we're at it, last time, Katie was saying something about the chorus all being women. And she spoke with such confidence. I was like, shit, like, it must have been. I must be wrong. And then afterwards, she was like, how can that be a thing? Because all the actors were male. And I was like, I did think about that, but you seemed really confident. And then I asked her, are you basing all your experiences of choruses off um, Hercules? And we concluded that she was. (laughs) But I will also say it was a very long time ago when I went mm. to college. Yes. Five years. Um, but I read a lecture and I do think all the wo- all the chorus in that were women because I do think they were meant to be like a lecturer's friends and advisors mm. kind of thing. I think. And I think that's where it comes from. But also, obviously it's women. Like, I'm sorry, but they're funny. <laughs> they're funny in this. It's meant to be old men, but yeah, lol. Amazing. Well, no, it's worked so much better as they're women with wearing, wearing fake beards. Like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> you punch him. <laughs> oh, you punch him. What punch him? Somebody, you punch him. <laughs> I mean, it is great. It's um, just so good. So do you remember when, um... <laughs> when, um... Oh, fuck, what's her name? Oedipus's wife killed herself. Yeah. And the chorus, um, and the person came back out of the palace and they were like, what's gone on? And um, they're like, well, she's dead. Like, oh, shame. Aww. It's like the same here. So the chorus, um, yeah, the um, messenger says, oh, my God, that was crazy. You should have seen it. And uh, the chorus is like, dead, is he? Poor Mike. Did he die? Oh, Aww. dead, is it? Oh this is where you see some of them like exchange money like they had a bet on like yes. <laughs> yeah. Fuck's sake, there you go. Do you want to know what the um, messenger says to Dedizzy? He says, it was wonderful. <gasps> <laughs> okay, savage. But like poor Antigone and um Ismaini. versus Ismaini and just stood there like, huh? Daddy? <laughs> what? So um, um, the messenger starts off on uh, his account of what's gone on. Let me just get the right bit of the book. Okay. So, uh, he went as far as the brink of the chasm near the rock basin. There he stood. He sat down, took off his 
soil-stained garments and calling for his daughters asked them to fetch water from the stream so that he might wash and pour water offerings then they washed and dressed after the customary manner then there came a peal of thunder the women trembled and wept falling at their father's knees and for a long time lamented loudly beating their breasts <laughs> Again, written by men. Like we were talking about this before we started recording. Like, why is so much of male male writing, men writing women about boobs? Like, why does everything have to be like I boobly boobed down the boobly hole <laughs> and I beat my breasts? Katie, have you ever a... beat your breasts in anguish? No, I have no. <laughs> boobs are sensitive, guys. Men don't, don't realize this. Boobs is if you hit a boob, it's gonna hurt. <laughs> Also, we're not fucking King Kong. Literally, it's so weird. And I've just got a picture of two male um, actors, even though this happened off stage, with like cushions underneath being like, hey, just banging them. Literally, like, where does this idea come from? Like, obviously, like, people like pat on their chest to make their, uh. Did they just want some fun acoustics to add to the ceremony? Beat their breasts. It would make more sense to say tearing their hair out. Beating their breasts. It's like, it's just that thing, isn't it? Like, all the women in the chorus at this point would be like, I fucking didn't. Yeah, that, that's not a thing. Beating their breasts. <laughs> fucking liar. So like, oh, fucking man telling the story about mm. women, obviously. So um, Oedipus is obviously upset and he says, it's his time and their burden shall be lifted and that he loves and them. Stop and stop hitting that- your boobs. Yeah, stop it. Strange. She's like, yeah, that bit was that was the bit that upset him. Yeah, um, yeah, oh, they must go on. So, um, so they wept, clinging to each other, and when they ended, there there was silence until suddenly a voice called him, a terrifying, terrifying voice at which all trembled and hair stood on end. A god was calling to him. Oedipus, Oedipus, it cried again and again. It is time. You stay too long. He heard the summons and knew it was from God. Then he called for King Theseus and when he was near him said, Dear friend, give your hand and promise to these children. Children, your hand in his. Promise never of your own will to forsake them, but do such things as you think fitting for their good and uh, with all good will. And Theseus, like the noble man he is, my best friend that, (laughs) made no lament, but took his oath to do as his friend desired. When this was done, Oedipus again groped blindly for his children and said, Now, my children, you must be brave and good and go from this place. You must not ask to see forbidden mysteries. How fucking Eve is that? You must not ask to see forbidden mysteries. You must stay ignorant. Okay. Um, Great. Thanks. Uh, There are things you must not hear. Go quickly. Only Theseus is permitted to remain. Only the man can remain and see the truth. Also, sort of like, um, so I get that we're not meant to see your final resting place Mm. in case someone would torture us for the information and come decimate Mm. it. But we've just kind of laid you down to rest. Mm. Us leaving, we know exactly where you are. (laughs) Well, wait. Um, Are you going to go for a run? Why? Only Theseus is permitted is Theseus to. Re- going to give him a piggyback? <laughs> to remain and see the rest. The rest. Um, we all heard this, and so weeping bitterly, we and the women came away. When we had gone a little distance, we turned and looked back. Oedipus was nowhere to be seen, but the king was standing alone, holding his hand before his eyes, as if he had seen some terrible sight that no one could bear to look upon. And soon we saw him salute he- heaven and the earth with one short prayer. What the fuck? Did Zeus, 
literally just reach down and yank him up like, come at you, I'm coming with me. <laughs> like an old holy hand, like, come here, Oedipus. <laughs> literally, and then he says, in what manner Oedipus passed from this earth, no one can tell. Only Theseus knows. We know he was not destroyed by a thunderbolt from heaven, nor tide wave uh, rising from the sea, for no such thing occurred. Maybe a guiding spirit from the gods took him. So literally, noink! Um, yink! Or oh, the wasn't he next to a stream? Did he just jump in and yeet out? <laughs> Like a very shallow stream. <laughs> Go on. Um, um, all the earth's foundations gently opened and received him with no pain. <laughs> Certain it is that he was taken without a pang, without grief or agony, a passing more wonderful than that of any other man. What I have said will seem perhaps like some wild dream or, or fancy, beyond belief. If so, then you must disbelieve it. I can say no more. Just ridiculous. <laughs> I like how at the end of like a massive big speech like that, like, I can say no more. Like, well, no, you've said quite a lot. You said, it's, it's, you've been going on for a while. That was also quite abbreviated. Um, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, literally the earth swallowed him up or Zeus plucked him from the earth. So that was the end of uh, of old Oedipus. So I love how like, I, I just enjoy when Greek, not Greeks, um, when people who don't know about something write about mm. it and clearly yeah. try and gloss over the fact like, now what happens when you die? <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh no, get plucked from the earth. Or sucked into it. <laughs> So then Antigone and Ismene come back on stage and Ismene says there's nothing left for them to do now except cry forever. I mean, I know it's raw, but come on, well, love. The thing is, Ismene, she was like, well, last time Dad stopped thinking about me, I faded out of fucking existence. <laughs> I guess the love I got this time. Yeah, let's start crying. <laughs> we have to be connected to him. So, or, you know, he spent so long in throughout the play calling him uh, them his sons. But it, it's amazing they're still around. Maybe Brilliant. that's the thing. She came on, she's like, look, I've grown a dick and I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it, but I'm alive. I'm alive. <laughs> is this the price I pay? <laughs> is it worth it? So Antigone says she wants to die where Oedipus died too. And Ismania is like, what? And leave me friendless and helpless. And the chorus is like, you'll never be friendless and helpless because... And Theseus rocks up. He's like, because of this chap. And Antigone asks... Because of me. Theseus has to be played by like a really cocky dude, like covered in like loads of like, you know, rapper jewellery and stuff. And be like, Emmy, who's, who's the guy oh, that yeah, plays... The house. Dwayne Johnson. I think Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would be good. Dwayne John- Johnson is the rock, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. imagine him, like, every time it's like, you went off to pray, and there's just an awkward silence. Then he does that, like, raised eyebrow at the audience, like, <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Why so, would yeah. that be of concern? <laughs> We've got the perfect cast for this. We'll figure it out. So we have Theseus, to make it. Theseus rocks up and Antigone asks if she can go to their father's grave. And he's like, obviously not. Like, no. Like, why, why should I be grateful for you? you? You're the person who saw my father die. What can I say except you're welcome? Isn't it perfectly every time he's like, You ran away when we needed you to go pray and shit went to hell. Well, what can I say? <laughs> 
accept. You're welcome. I got you saved in the end, but you also got me kidnapped because you weren't here. What can I say? <laughs> You're welcome. Literally, You're welcome. that needs to be a scene where he rocks up and saves them and they're like, what took you so long? You're welcome. <laughs> Literally. So, okay, amazing. Uh, so, yeah, he's like, obviously, you can't go see your father's grave because the whole thing, remember? And Antigone's like, oh, also, yeah, fair one. I don't think he technically has one if he got plucked from this ground he stood <laughs> yeah. on. And also... <laughs> I'm very traumatised by what just happened. I'm also very confused. So, mm. yeah. um, so um, Ismene and um, Antigone are like, oh, yeah, fair enough. Um, also, before this point, Antigone's like, oh, we should go to father. And Ismene's like, no, we can't. She's like, we should, we should. And then literally Antigone says this to Theseus. And Theseus is like, no. And she's like, oh, okay, the man said it. Okay, cool. Uh, well, I guess we'll, well go the thing to is Thebes. they had to hear it from a man. They had to. Um, so she's like, I guess we should go to Thebes and try and stop our brothers. Because um, they are going to tear all of Greece apart. That's <laughs> a bit of a humdinger. And uh, Theseus <laughs> agrees and says um, he only wants to do right by them all. And the chorus is like, well, that's the end of it then. No more tears. The end. And that is the end of that bit. <laughs> so wow. next time, just, Antigone. Did you think like Antigone woke up this morning? She was like, you know. When I got up, this is not how I imagined my day going. I didn't expect my dad to die. Didn't expect to find my long lost um, into the abyss sister to return. Didn't expect my brothers to be starting a war to destroy our country. It, it has been a lot to process. I thought today we might miss dinner. That's what I honestly thought. Yeah, it's like, what did you expect? <laughs> I expected to get lunch. Yes, that's, that's kind of my, what I was looking for. I'll be honest. It yeah, has been a hell of a day for her. For Can you imagine when they like to, when they find like a um a B and B to like stop her for the night, like and they're kind of looking a bit disheveled, like, oh, have you had a long day? You don't even want to fucking know, mate. Don't, don't go there, mate. Don't go. There. I can't get over that they all heard some thunder and Oedipus was like, oh, I've got to die now, and they were just like, oh yeah, okay, cool, bye. Like, how? I mean, sometimes thunder's very scary. Sometimes thunder is very very loud. That doesn't mean people have to die. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? I thought you had to die a little bit. <laughs> Bet you had to die a little bit. You want to die so much, you die. You <laughs> want to punch him so bad, you punch him. <laughs> so, that was Oedipus at Colonus. Uh, it's a slightly shorter one today, guys, because, well, we finished it in that amount of time. But yeah, we'll that's be back just how for we do. Yeah, but we're back, I'm sure, for a full hour next week with Antigone. If you've enjoyed it, you can find us on all the socials. Just search on Classical. And what can they do over at Patreon, Katie? Well, if you go over to Patreon, I don't know why I have to talk in this accent, but apparently I do. We do, we if do. If you go over to our Patreon, mm-hmm. you can, which is unclassical forward slash Patreon, um, there's some pretty cool stuff over there that you can be sent if you join us. You also get early release of episodes. There's also some extra content over there, which is, you know, it's pretty good. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty fun stuff. Um, yeah, check out our Patreon. There's some pretty top-notch shit over there. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, make sure you follow us on Instagram because we do lives over there sometime. And thanks for listening, everyone. If you've thanks got anyone that you think might like what we do, feel free to give us a mention. Cheers, Doc. Mention it. Just, just get it. Get unclassical. Here's your weekly challenge, guys. Pop unclassical into a sentence in public. Just do it. Just, just it. do it. Just do it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. contact us with how it went. I'm intrigued. Yeah. I'm intrigued. <laughs> Pop it in there. Well, take it easy, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.
fuck's sake. Bye.